listening to the Hellhounds of Horror. This is Big Ronnie saying, this show is total bullshit. And I'm really glad they let me be on it. Motherfuckers, happy 420 from the Hellhounds of Horror. We hope you are doing fantastic on this fine 420 day. Um, you are smoking your weed, you're smoking your pipes, your bongs, your backwood. Because uh, I'm looking at Al with his backwood right now, so that one popped into my head. Uh, we hope that you're joining in on the festivities, you know, as you're listening to this podcast. Because I know that we are. John is over there with his bong and. I've got my special oil over here, so we're, we're all smoking something with you today. Mm. Uh, but welcome. Welcome to Hellhounds of Horror. I am David, joined by John and Al. And this is going to be a very, very special 420 episode. So how are you? we doing today, gentlemen? This this is going to be momentous, right? Because it's 420, April 20th, on April 2020, or 2020, sorry. Dude, it's been 420 for me all month long all month long but this is extra this is an extra special day Four, four twenty, four twenty, four twenty. man yeah Talk about, i'm uh, i'm just here smoking the back with my my boys um yes yeah, very it's a very special day I'd, I'd say very special day today the weather is nice and we have lots of uh pandemic shit happening you know as much as i complain about this covid19 shit you know what I have to say that being home this month has been the greatest thing ever because since I'm not working, mm-hmm. I um, am pretty much just smoke all day and just, you know, watch movies and shit like that. So right. it's been like a, like, you know, nonstop party all April. And then, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like the ideal 420 because when it, when 420 happens, you're like, man, I wish this day would just last an entire month. Well, it's 2020, 420, and it's lasting an entire fucking month. Like that's that's just crazy to comprehend. Like, um, I mean, it's just a huge part of cannabis culture, and uh, just a really crazy, crazy time in the world right now. So everyone's kind of tr- grasping at straws to try and find those little niche things that are going to make them happy, get them through the day. So I think that's going to be a really, really, really happy day. So thank you for joining us for that. Absolutely. Dude, I'm just counting the days down because here in Texas or San Antonio, um, they're talking about on Monday, which is, you know, coincidentally 420, I'm going to open up the state parks, you know, little by little things are going to open, which I'm excited about because that means I can go fishing again. Mm. You can't, you can't do like a little, a little, a little sneak run. So, I mean, the lakes here are closed, like indefinitely. They only have one gate in and one gate out. So they're, they're locked down. I mean, I suppose I can go to the parks and you know, like do the ponds and stuff like that, but it's not the same for me. Like, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't mind. I'll go, but I look forward to going more to the lake because I can catch bigger fish there and actually keep it and eat it. Right. But yeah, a huge thing about uh, sort of cannabis culture is uh, how it ties into horror movies. 
So yes, this is what we're going to be talking about today. And um, we we decided to have like a a surprise review. No, no one's coming in with preconceived notions. They don't know what they're expecting. So we're pleased. It's the notebook. We are going to be talking about the notebook. True modern day horror story. Lots of um, lots of weed smoking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're we're talking about the Trapper, directed by David Arquette. Man, what a fucking I, guy, man. You know, I didn't. We decided on this movie, right? But I never went and read the synopsis or who directed or anything like that. I just watched it. I just found it and I watched it. Yeah. Um, I had no idea David Arquette did this. I had no idea he was going to be in it. I I had no knowledge of this movie whatsoever, other than the title and the, the artwork on the cover. That's it. That's all I had. I, I look I looked it up, and so it was directed by David Arquette and written by David Arquette. So that can immediately pique my pique my interest. And I and and yeah, but I never read the synopsis either. I had no idea what was going on for it. So what about you, Al? Did you did you know anything about this movie? Did you go and did you look it up at all before you watched it? I just looked up what day it was, um, what year it was released. Released in 2006, I believe. Um, yeah. And that's all I knew. I saw some familiar actors on there before watching. Um, I'm not too good with the names, but I had the dude from Jane Silent Bob in there. So Jason like, oh, Mewes. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was like, all right, it's going to be of the comedy in this, I imagine. So they don't normally put him in serious roles like Zack and Miri. So that's what I expected. Now, was it me or was the sheriff... The guy that played the original Punisher. Correct. Wow. It, it is, right? Yeah, Thomas Jane. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the other notable uh, cameo appearances was Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. Yes, he was in there. I was like, no shit, Pee Wee's in the house. Yeah, man. If you And if you've ever seen Blow, uh, he kind of reminded me of his character in that. Yes. That, that's what I thought yes. was, was pretty cool. I got those vibes too. That snazzy, flashy suit that he would wear and blow. Yeah, with that's the exactly boots, what I with the boots, with, with the high heel boots, and the in the hair. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the poofy hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I was like, yeah, I'm down for this. Um, I had the original Punisher, Thomas Jane. Um, also, a little fun fact about this movie is actually it's got a cameo from Wes Craven. I missed that. Very easy to miss. Um, he plays like a hippie at the festival and he's wearing a hat. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So he's like in the background. What year did Freddy vs. Jason come out? Do y'all recall? Ooh, that was like was 2000. Early, it was early 2000s, right? Is this, is this pre England it's not of Freddy vs. Jason? It's like 2003 maybe. 2003. Okay. Because that was like the big thing because before I graduated in 02. So like at the time, you know, when you watch horror movies, Freddy and Jason, were, yeah, <laughs> Freddy and Jason were like really big, but you always wonder what it would be like, you know, if they were to have fought each other. And you thought about that about other horror characters. So far down the line, they've already made this movie already, and it's for for me, it's one of the best Jason Freddy combo movies because it brought both of them together under you know one one mm-hmm. banner. Um, it put them against each other. I mean, how badass is that? Yeah, it was fucking dope. I fucking love Freddy vs. Jason. I was obsessed with the commercials when they were on TV. Bro, like, oh my god. Oh, they were so good. And fucking Drowning Pool or whatever. Or, uh, 
Yeah, Australian Pool, they did the song for it, like the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. Yeah, they, that song was big in the wrestling at that time as well. So mm. I, that's what drew me to it too. And I was like, oh, this looks amazing. What, what years would y'all say it was prime wrestling? All eyes were on wrestling. Was just like 98, 99-ish? Yeah. I would say like 98, uh, well, no, 96 to 96 started turning into the attitude era little by little mm-hmm. so like somewhere in 97 that's where it started really kicking off and that shit lasted all the way to about what maybe 2003 4 something what, like that maybe what year was hell in the cell era undertaker mankind that was like um 90s Nine. 97 yeah because there was the first ever hell in a cell match was with Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, right? No, it was Undertaker and Mankind. Was it Mankind? I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was Shawn Michaels initially. My favorite wrestler back then. I might judge me a little bit. Fucking Gold Dust, always cracking me up. Oh yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. It was the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels wage war in the first ever Hell in a Cell match at Bad Blood on October fifth, nineteen ninety seven. I need to go John, find this. I want to watch that. John, take a hit. Oh, I'm gonna take a bond for that that glory. For me, it sounds like a girl's like got a mouthful of water and she's juggling my balls. Mmm, pacate. But yeah, so we're we're gonna be talking about the Tripper today, uh, movie from 2006, directed and written by David Arquette, uh, produced by the Courtney Cox David Arquette Production Company. Called Coquette Films, I think it's called. No shit, really. Yeah, yeah. What are some, um, can y'all name? Can y'all three? Can y'all name three of his most notable films? Scream. Okay. Uh, Ready to Rumble. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a good. Eight Legged Freaks. So me, there was one where he went undercover with. Uh, I think wasn't it Drew Barrymore at a, at a school where he was like the brother, but he was on the baseball team. Never been kissed. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> Don't, don't ask me pick. why that one popped into my head. What a pick, head. David. What a pick. <laughs> hey, don't judge David. me, all right? Yeah, but no, no one wants to sit at home and watch Never Been Kissed. <laughs> why not? Unless you, unless you got a tub of ice cream and you just got broken up with. Yeah, exactly. Well, now you know what I've been doing for the past six months. I've been watching it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> crying into it, like ugly crying, like Britney in 2008. Uh-huh, my mascara was running. I got a... <laughs> I got a question for all of you uh, weed weed smoker listeners, the ones who roll up for sure. If y'all smoke backwoods, what's y'all's favorite backwood? I mean, I'm, I'm trying the honey bourbon out today. I had the Russian cream. Uh, Russian cream. Inbox the Hellhounds of Horror Instagram. Here's here's the real question though, and it's always been uh, I think it's always been a big battle. Would you prefer to roll it or would you prefer to pack it? Right now, I prefer to pack it. It's quicker. It gets you there faster. The roll-up is more of like a ceremony. You just like throwing it old school, jamming out. You got the weed, you got the zigzags, or whatever you got. I feel like that's more of a, like a ceremonial. You know, I'm going to take my time with this. I got time. For me, for the longest time, dude, just because came up in the hood, you know, just fucking on my side of town or whatever, but the uh, the thing was to always smoke blunts, right? right? Like everybody would go to the store, grab the 69-cent Philly, fucking break it down, pull the tobacco out, pack it, you know, lick it. Let's go. So that's what I grew up doing, and that's what has always been my favorite thing to do. But okay. over time, it changes. Like, my current living conditions don't allow me just to smoke freely like that. So 
it's more convenient to pack it and just step outside, take a few quick hits, step back in, and you know that's it. Mm. So I mean, I think it also just depends not only on your preference, but other things, other factors will play a role. Sure. I remember the Phillies just getting just getting a fucking knife or whatever split down the middle so i remember as far back as when they used to come in the individual like um cellophane like the like the cigarettes you know how they okay. have that thing that you twist off and pull them out whatever then eventually further down the line because they got so popular because they came out with so many flavors they started putting them in the color tubes the uh, the plastic ones so with the pop-off oh i missed that error yeah mm. so they started coming out with those like the sour apple would be in the green one strawberries in the pink watermelons in the reddish one and you know so on and so forth or it was the other way around grape was in purple i remember smoking black and miles and getting that that wood tip wine flavor like my lips taste like fucking berry grapes funny thing about that the black and miles the wine one so the wine ones always came with the wood tip right and the originals came with the plastic tip so i don't know what it is with me and wood but So mm-hmm. like if I if I clench down on the plastic tip, it's normal, it's fine, you know, I can smoke it. But it it irritates like me mentally if if that makes sense. Like it makes me grind my teeth if I have wood, like if a toothpick or anything like that, and right. it makes me want to clench down on it. I don't know, it's it's hard to explain. It's it's weird. I have a weird reaction to like wood tip things, toothpicks. I don't like the feel I don't like the feeling of like wood things. Like in my mouth, like you know, like if I can't put a toothpick in my mouth because it makes my mouth dry out. I don't know why. It does a little bit. You're right. It just absorbs the moisture, and it just makes my teeth feel like squeaky. And I really just don't like it. <clears throat> Whenever I bite into a steak and I put the fork in my mouth, once the metal hits my mouth, I start mm. like, salivating. <sighs> I don't know if it's because that that meat's in my mouth. Or what? But I start salivating pretty good. Hell what yeah, you're you? salivating because meat's in your mouth. Got that fucking, <laughs> got that medium rare thickness. Thickness in the dickness. <laughs> the uh, That was good. <laughs> Never heard that one. <laughs> Who wants to touch daddy's dick? I'm already hot as fuck. Thickness in the dickness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're talking about the trip art. Um, so I've got a synopsis for this movie, but a bit more detailed than normal because uh, it's got a more button, so it's probably the whole fucking thing. But <laughs> I push the more button. Yeah, a man's confrontation with a group of hippies ends in bloodshed. Now, years later, a group of fun-loving friends arise for a weekend of drugs, debauchery, and music near the site of the earlier massacre. However, Mm. a serial killer with an obsession about Ronald Reagan has an axe to grind with the partiers, and he won't stop until the woods are awash with blood. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to try. I was about to right now. Yeah, you need to, you need to try it. <laughs> I'm going to use it. I had to smoke my throat. My it's the dickness. Don't mind me. <laughs> that, wasn't even close. that was the pussiest fucking laugh of monstrosity I've ever heard in my life. Like James Charles fucking... <laughs> I'm out. <laughs>
<coughs> yeah, ex explain what you're sipping on, and I'll, I'll do the same. I'm also sipping on some stuff too, John. So right now, I got uh, a 40 ounce of Old English, uh, 800 malt liquor. It's fantastic. A lot of people dislike it. They say it tastes like piss. I say it tastes like God's piss. Very interesting. <laughs> the only kind of piss I would drink is from the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's the Lord's Sirip. Hi. I'm drinking on some NYF, aka Not Your Father's Root Beer. It has Ooh. a percentage of 6% alcohol volume, but it's tasty like a soda, but it also gives you that feeling of a beer. So, oh. You know, that would be a really good shirt. So look, envision this. On the so seat. it says across the front, right, the Lord's Piss, but it's got that baby. So have you seen that Giphy where the baby and it says Lord at the bottom and she's got her hand out and she's like going like that? So right. the baby's hand out with it like that, with its eyes down, but it's got a 40 in the hand. Oh, yeah. That could be Photoshopped. It can be Photoshopped. It can be I could pro I could probably do that. If you are interested in getting a Hellhounds of Horror t-shirt, it can be found in the Tee Public website. Just saying. And it's a pretty cool design. I'm waiting for uh, for next week because they're going to have another sale. It's going to be 40% off on Tee Public. Just FYI, everybody that's listening out there, um, towards the end of the month, um, T Public will have a 40% off sale on all their shirts and designs and shit like that. So, I mean, the shirt's going to be even cheaper because usually it's 30 or 35% off, but they're going out and doing 40% off because, of, of course, of the current situation. But um, I got the thong with the with the logo on the front. Whenever well, mind, you, I said too much. Forget did it. You, Forget did it. you really? Oh my God, David! Please tell me you did. Did you get some? Right, so we're talking about the tripper yeah, today. David, put it in his mouth. <laughs> I will not admit to that. I was in a pinch. It was COVID-19 happening. I needed a face mask. It seemed like the right thing to do. <gasps> Hellhounds of Horror face mask. Oh, oh my god. Dude, that'd be sick. <gasps> that would be badass. The, Who has the, sewing, have sewing techniques? DM us. Yes. There we go. And by the way, if you'd like to subscribe to our OnlyFans, DM us and we'll send you the link. I'm, I'm telling y'all right now, you definitely want to subscribe to this because... It was the Easter edition last weekend, and there were a lot of colorful eggs. I'm telling you right now, a lot of colorful eggs. <laughs> Subscribe now. No. Oh, no, I've set it up already. You actually set us up at OnlyFans again? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, you we're fucking did. We're ready to go. No, you fucking did. We're ready to go. I've already put my bank account information. We're ready to go. <laughs> God damn it. Usually it takes about two or three days to verify the bank account, and then it's up and running. So I'm confused. Did you actually make one? No, no, no. Oh. I but I know the process because I helped my friend make her one the other day because she wanted to make some money. We can do like a TFW edition to where like me and I are riding in the front smoking a blunt and then we'll have the camera on you in the back just fucking whacking it for like 30 seconds. <laughs> <in the back. laughs> do like a, like the cool like inner, inner look into the car and then like right before you shoot your load like me and Al like ching our glasses with beers like we just like cheers each other and then boom and then the video ends <laughs> oh my god <laughs> do you know how much how much fucking um fucking subscribers you would get just for that one video alone and then like for for extra tips you can send them pictures of the aftermath and who cleaned it up afterwards i'll clean it up <laughs> <laughs> so quick to volunteer dude I'm still, 
I'm still picturing this. <laughs> I can picture you two just still, just smoking, driving in the car, looking forward, not bothered at all. <laughs> and just we don't even know it's happening in the back. We've got the jams cranked up high, and we're just driving. And then, like, right when you're about to blow your load, we just, like, cheers our glasses, and then, boom. I can just picture me with my legs akimbo on, on, the, he- on the headrests. <laughs> just He's fucking... He's fucking Hulk smashing that shit. <laughs> Just ripping it like a chainsaw, man. <laughs> Dude, there's this company out there called Retro Agogo. Have you heard of them? No. So they sell the uh, those uh, those old school like monster masks, the ones that had the little rubber band went across the back. But they have them on a large scale that you can hang them on the wall for like twelve bucks, dude. And then they've got the uh, the the ones from General Mills cereal, like Count Chocula and shit like that, and Booberry and and whatever the other one was. So they got those three. But if you if you get them individually or together, they come with their own breakfast cereal spoon to match the fucking the the mask. I want the spoons. David plays the spoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tripper. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, this was a this was a lot of fun. Like I I find this online. Uh, I was looking up weed horror movies, mm-hmm. and this, this the same shit just kept coming up. Idle Hands, Evil Bong, and uh, this this movie came up. It was on the list of like top ten movies to watch when you're stoned. That's immediately so David Arquette directed it. I was like, fuck man, we should look. I looked it up. I'd never seen it before. I don't think David or Al had seen it before, so. We wanted to have uh, something unique. This was nice to watch a movie that we had all never seen before because it's it's been a while that way. I agree. So, I mean, right off the bat when this movie started, it gave the backstory on what would be the killer in this in this movie. Totally. So it's it started out where, you know, him and his dad were on the way to the job site. You know, you got all the protesters. Um, they're, you know tree hugging hippies and they're all you know don't cut the trees down you know you're ruining the fucking environment now forgive me but he had a scottish accent accent did he not irish accent irish accent okay it was yeah. close <clears throat> um so <laughs> it was an irish <laughs> it was close john's all like no it's not it's, it's <laughs> we'll just move on <laughs> oh man so the irish shows up you know he's he's boss hog and one of these guys decides to get a little ballsy. He steps out and he's all, oh, you're fucking ruining the environment. And, you know, we're not going to move. And this guy's basically telling his crew, mow him down. Like, it's time to get going, mow him down. He's trying to give his reason that he's trying to put food on the table and mm-hmm. take care of his sick wife because she's like on her deathbed. The dude ain't even hearing it. He's like, you know, fuck your wife. You know, she can die. You know, if you're out here killing trees, basically, is what he's telling him. And that's when shit hits the fan. Like, you know, cops show up. He's about to shoot this motherfucker. He pulls out a gun. The Irish is about to start blasting. And then the cops show up and they stop him. But the little boy, the son that came with him, saw all this. And I guess he just went crazy and pulled the chainsaw. And... Wow. Yeah. The one thing I noted, right, and I laughed at this right off the bat, was the kid fucking looked like Pugsley Adams from the Adams family with that fucking haircut. Did you guys notice that? He did. He fucking did. Yeah, you're right. right. 
A little pugsley ass bitch. Pugsley ass fucking skunk cunt. <laughs> I knew there was something strange about that stinky ass bitch. <laughs> and then he fucking pulls his chainsaw out of nowhere and then rips it and then fucking goes through this guy's neck. It was fucking gnarly. It was a fucking crazy death, especially one committed by a kid. I thought like, about the practical effects in this film. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It was it was old school. It was. Yeah. I really appreciated it. I really loved it. It was 2006. Can't say it was more 90s. It was it was hitting hitting towards the 2010s, but it was definitely very vintage feeling. Very like It was good. It, it kind of gave me almost like a behind the mask vibe, a little bit. It, it was I don't know. It was kind of gritty. Like, it wasn't, like, a high-quality movie. Like, it has that grit to it. Kind of... That VHS grit? Yeah, oh, almost something burned. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it kind of had that grit to it that I really appreciated. I remember when we interviewed him, he was a solid dude. He's a cool dude, man. Solid guy. Yeah, man. He was he was a lot of fun. He was he was super cool to hang out with. Um, shout out Nathan Basil, PC brother. Yeah, so, like, I mean, right off the bat, it's fucking straight to the action, then it cuts to, obviously, years later, and it kind of had that, like, not like a sepia filter to make it look kind of old school, but it kind of had that throughout the the movie, it was like almost like a sort of gritty filter, that's what gave it that feel. It was almost like like a throwback to the 60s or 70s with those type of, those type of movies. I thought it was very interesting how he did that. What was this exactly like? Because it, it was a festival, but all it was was people just running around in the woods. So I mean, it, I'm very confused. This it it's not weird. It's weird because it's not like a concert or a festival. It's kind of like, well, I, I mean, in a way, it is. It, it's like it's it's marked as this day for that festival, mm-hmm. but all it is is just a bunch of people running around in the woods, butt fucking each other on acid, <laughs> and. I, I'm totally confused. Is it is it an event or is it a giant orgy in the woods? I mean, maybe a little bit of both. I think it's about both. Uh, I think it's uh, reminiscent of Burning Man. That's like a very happy festival. And um, dude, the amount of supple titties in this movie was very very nice. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, it's it's fifty fifty in certain movies where you get some good titties, some bad titties. These were very nice and perky. <laughs> Speaking of 420, guys, what is the get? I'm gonna randomly throw these in there with the topic of this movie. But give me three of the best marijuana type of films. Oh, you can you can't narrow it down to three. Give you have three. to choose like five. Give me nah. I need three, man. I'll shoot you my three. I'll shoot you. My okay, three. yeah. Everybody, do your own three. That that works out better. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. do. I'm gonna do how high. Oh yeah. I like I like how high. Uh, Days and Confused. There was a lot of marijuana throughout that film. I'm gonna go ahead and consider that a. Uh, I would consider that a, uh, a a marijuana promoting film. I'd say very. It's, it's obviously not. And my third one would be um. My third one would probably have to be How High, the documentary. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Is that what it was called? Oh, oh wait. Hold on. That one. That one. That one documentary where the dude did the McDonald's one too. Uh, super size me. Super size me, but super, super high, high me. That's right. the one. That's the one. <laughs> I was like, I was like, did you mean a how high documentary? Oh my <laughs> that god. That was uh. Oh, oh man, I fucking love how high. I love that movie so much. Got what? <laughs> Got weed. 
Oh my god, I fucking was obsessed with that when I was a kid, and I wasn't smoking weed at the time, right? I was still scared of my gran at that point. I wasn't smoking weed, so I wasn't I wasn't smoking the dope. So I I was obsessed with that movie. Um, and that's that's top of my list too. Another one, Harold and Kumar get the munchies. Oh my god, how I could have forget that shit. Yeah. I told you you can't just have three. <clears throat> god damn it. And then my third one would be Up in Smoke. With Cheech and Chong. Shit! Yeah, my, my list sucks dick. Straight oh, so, oh, oh, not at all. Mine would be Pineapple Express. God damn it. God damn it. Half-Baked. <laughs> and then the third one would probably have to be... You know what? I would have to say it would have to be Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. God damn it. Damn, bro. To have David, you're so fucking right. There is no. And like, then I, I'm not even including other movies like This Is the End, um, <gasps> Funny People, fucking. There's there's so many movies out there. There's other Harold and Kumars. Go to Guantanamo Bay to fucking the Christmas one. Um, yeah, cock meat sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> you boy, I hope you boys are hungry because I got a whole lot of sandwich. And you just hear the meat where it just drops too. You can hear the little skin flap, you know, where, where you're like slapping meat together. So you hear it just drop here. out. And he's all, oh, his dick smells like shit. He's all close. <laughs> they're all such good movies, man, in their own ways. But yeah, fucking, this movie was, this movie was fucking fun. It, it had this really, like, you know, I, I think I think it may be um, ironic and on purpose, but... I'm pretty sure Reagan's wife was the one that came up with the whole like war on drugs thing. I think so too. I actually believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So like Nancy Reagan brought up the whole war on drugs, and um, it turns out the the killer in this movie is actually someone dressed as Ronald Reagan, who's obsessed with Reagan, and like that was the profound message that I got from this fucking movie, and that that took me by surprise. I was just like, whoa. And I, when I just realized that. <laughs> Can anyone explain the jelly bean thing? I know, like, it was, you know, I think, yeah, they explained it in the movie. It's a Ronald Reagan thing. Like, the guy loved Ronald Reagan because he brought his son out. That's the whole purpose of it. So, uh, so this movie, the killer is Ronald Reagan. Someone dressed as Ronald Reagan. And um, a lot of the themes in the movie are very politically based. And um, it was set at the time when George W. Bush was going to war in Iraq, and uh, one of the one of the things was that because of a, a a new law that Ronald Reagan put in place, it meant that the guy's son could be released from the mental institution after killing that guy. So that meant that he was just so like profoundly thank thankful for Ronald Reagan for bringing his boy back. So um, they like were really obsessed. I could tell that the family, like, he had the sort of shrine in the shed, and then the, the dad did, like, quips about Ronald Reagan and the jelly beans and how he would look at people, and that's how he would tell the type of person they were. That was, uh, that was Explanations with John. Uh, hi. Hi is a motherfucker. <laughs> he broke it down very well, professionally. But I blanked out. I can't remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have y'all ever had raviolis in a can did you heat that uh, up I was no. tripping because he immediately 
like went from the nutty buddies straight to the ravioli. So I'm waiting to see what he's gonna jump to after the ravioli. This dude's eating up his whole fucking kitchen right now. <laughs> dude, I'm fucking hungry as shit. I would make buttered toast, but the butter's occupied with noodles. Dude, is that your second can of raviolis? No, I was like, God damn. How do y'all make this? Cut to me. How do you so, make this motherfucker? Uh, I thought I thought this was like a really fucking fun, really fun movie. I think David Arquette done a great job. I really enjoyed it. It it didn't get as much praise. It's such a wacky movie that I I can't help but love it. It's so fun. Um, the kills were really good. Like all the all the people in it were great. Wait um, wait wait wait. Who was the killer? I forgot. So the killer is the the guy who's at the gas station and he helps them when those like assholes comes in. He's the killer. He's the son of um, the Irish guy, and he um, he helps right. them at the diner. And then he turns out to be the killer when they take his mask off. He was obsessed with Reagan. The reason uh, why I ask is because I saw the guy and I was like, I know this guy. Where is he from? Mm. And I forgot where he was from. So that's where he's from. I'm pretty sure that's Chris Nelson, who also did work on um, the mask for uh, Halloween for the new one with uh, James Jude. He's a big dude, man. Um, and then he was hacking hacking everyone with axes, and it was just fucking just super bloody, super gory, super crazy. Uh, dressed as Reagan. Um, one, that when he's like running through the crowd and he's like just hacking people up and then he stops and he shakes the guy's hand like a president does. Then he fucking hacks him up as well. It was just crazy, man. And then Paul Rubens hides in the fucking porta potty and he just comes out covered in shit because he's hiding <laughs> from him. And then he comes out and he gets fucking hacked up, man. He gets cut in half. I like some of the kills in this movie. It was pretty good. Loved them, man. I fucking loved them. I love the cool. acid trips. Whenever they were yeah. doing like the like the bonfire thing where that girl was tripping out and like everything was spinning and titties were spinning and everybody was dancing around the fire and all kinds of shit, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, Courtney Cox is in it. She plays a hippie. Yeah. And then gets attacked by the dog and then they have to unfortunately shoot the dogs. Uh, the fucking gin- I don't know if you guys remember this, but the, the fucking ginger guy who's like a hippie and he's walking around and he's fucking naked with his fucking dick out. And then he gets, he's chasing a rabbit, and then he falls in a trap, and then he gets, like, fucking cut up, like, Predator style, like in Predator 2. Mm-hmm. That was, that was fucked up, I wrote that down. Um, but yeah, man, I fucking loved it. Jamie King was in it, she's good. Uh, Jason Mewes, he was funny as fuck, as usual. And, um, yeah. I like that part in the story where they ran into the guys that threw the beer bottle at the other guy. And Jason Mewes gets out and he's, you know, calling him toothless redneck fucks. And he's all, what are you going to do about it? He goes, nothing. My friend's going to do something about it. Yeah, <laughs> he just exactly, stepped off to yeah. the side. Everyone's oh, tripping out, God. man. It was, it, was, it was really fun. And honestly, I'd give it two solid thumbs up. Honestly, I had such a great time watching it. It was a lot of fun. Loved it. I, I'd have to agree. I'd give it two thumbs up. And this is definitely one that... I would say is highly, highly underrated because I never heard of it. Otherwise, I would have sure, been watching yeah. this a long time ago. I give I also give this I also give this one two thumbs up. They had great character selections. They definitely did their homework when getting these actors together. The kills were proper, and the killer had a decent costume. So, also two thumbs up. Fuck yeah, man! Those kills were were awesome, man. 
the fucking axe to the chainsaw of the neck, the fucking um, display in the bodies and shit. Like, it was nuts, man. It was a crazy, wacky movie with a big acid trip in the middle. So, I fucking loved it, man. It was awesome. I agree. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, definitely one that I would watch again. And I'm good with that. I think um, we covered everything we need to cover on this movie. Now, here comes the real question. You are high as shit right now, right? Yeah. You were for sure. Let, let's say you go to the grocery store and you shop for shit, right? But there's the usual shit that you bring, and there's some things that you bring that are outside of the usual shit. So you know these usual things are always in the house. You're mm-hmm. high as shit. You're hungry. You got the munchies. Three things. What are you going for? Let, let, let's say, for instance, okay, so you got the you got the pizza rolls, right? So so right here, here's my question: Is it unlimited snacks? Like you, if you're gonna pick three things out of anything, you get your fridge is fully stocked, your cupboards are stocked with snacks and shit. What was the three things you would pick if you had everything available? You go to the grocery store all the time, and you get the usual shit that you get. So let's say that usual shit is what you have on hand all the time. So not not the extra stuff that you buy here and there, like. You know, you buy a pack of M&Ms once a week, but you always buy, you know, a loaf of bread for the entire week. So you know that bread is always in the house versus right. the M&Ms. So whatever you have in the house all the time, that's what you're picking from. Okay. Um, well, first I'd go for the PB&J. Okay. Hmm. Um, nice. That would be that'd be pretty good. I always seem to buy, like, gummies, um, like Haribo's or, like, any sort of, like, as the Walmart gummies, so I almost said Asda, which is the which is the Scotland uh, Walmart. That's how high I'm right now. <laughs> He's back uh, in Scotland. He's so high. I'm back in Scotland. I almost said Asda. Um, uh, that would be the next one, and then I usually get pizza, so like a frozen pizza that's all thick, all meat. Mm. Wakate. I would. In my house, like what I got right now, I would grab uh, a pizza, Tostinos, a little, little, little square pizza, a little mm-hmm. $1.69 pizza, uh, this jalapeno bean dip that is usually mm-hmm. in the chip aisle, and hot Cheetos, and I would spread the bean dip on the pizza and crumble hot Cheetos on top of it. So three common snacks that I have in the house all the time are going to be cereal. Mm-hmm. Right. Cheese. <laughs> what combination? And I forgot the other one. Fuck. Those little biscuits, those little cookies, those vanilla ones. The oh, the Nikots. I always have Nikots. Yeah. Over them. Yes, <clears throat> I have some in the drawer. I like to keep those on hand because they're not too sweet, but they're not too unsweet. They're like right in the middle where it's like you're high as shit. You want to get some some grub, but you only have five dollars. What do you buy? <laughs> like okay, so example, I'm getting um, I'm gonna get two zebra cakes, and probably a cream soda. I would go for Reese's peanut bar cups, but the big ones, the big, they're called the big one, and then maybe a Dr Pepper. Oh shit! Can a do- we can a Dr P? I'll get two packs of ramen, a bag of Doritos, and an Arizona tea. Ooh. Like spread. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And are you gonna are you gonna crush the Doritos in with a ramen? Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's what we're talking about right now. We're it's nice. a spread. 
Um, we actually got a really cool question from uh, from Andrew Fay. <laughs> Holy shit, we got a question. Nice. We got a, we got a question from our boy Andrew Fay, rapping the Outsiders of Horror, fucking yes. fucking throwing gang signs up right now. And he asked, "Is there any movies that you can only watch when you're stoned? Otherwise, the movie sucks." First one to come to mind is Battlefield Earth, starring John Travolta. So if you were sober, it would be shit. But when you're high, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that is a good question. That's a great question. And then his example was Battlefield Earth with John Travolta. That movie sucked ass, man, and not even in a good way. I got one. Go ahead, go. So one that I can recall that I watched that I absolutely despised the first time around, just because it was so fucking slow was the others because the, the beginning started out so slow if a movie can't catch me in 15 minutes i'm gonna fall asleep right so what i did was i i watched it because i just got home i wanted to watch a scary movie i was cleaning my room getting ready for people coming over later and i just popped the movie on i started watching it. i just couldn't stay engaged with it but after everybody left my my buddy spent the night the next day came around and we were doing like I don't know what the fuck we were doing throughout the day, but we came back home and he was all, he's going to stay another night. And he goes, let's watch a, let's watch a movie. Something's going to trip us out. And I was like, well, I tried to watch this movie yesterday, but I just couldn't get into it. He goes, um, pop it in. Let's, let's watch it. You know, I'll roll a blunt, whatever. So he rolled the blunt. We smoked it. And about halfway down the blunt, we turn on the movie and it starts, right? So I'm already a little bit high halfway through. So we start paying attention in this movie and that's where I got engaged because we would keep me like focused on that one thing, especially if it's got trippy things that come out. Man, that movie was a trip. Oh, and then the, the the twist at the end, you know, where, where right. everybody was actually dead. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't see it coming because I was so focused on all the little things that would pop out. I lose. Uh, that's why I like to get stoned and watch movies because how all these people complain about the plot or the way the movie turned out or this and that it lets me forget all that and it just lets me focus on the moment what's happening like if i'm in the movie and you know when the person turns the corner the thing that jumped out and scared the shit out of them in the movie is scaring the shit out of me and that's what i'm concerned about i'm not worried about who the killer is before the end of the movie's over all right mine's gonna make a little controversial uh the movie i can't stand watching sober but like watching mom and influenced Friday the 13th, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> really? I can't fucking stand it. Wow. I don't know why. It's a controversial one for sure. Yeah, I think uh, it's something about that film. It, it was a cross either between that one or New Nightmare. Nightmare on mm. Interesting. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't really fuck with... The part that engages me, that catches my attention when I am stoned, is the Freddy, the metal Freddy fingers crawl across the desk and shit in the beginning mm. and the whole big mouth entering like freddy's dome inner like area other than that man i fucking can't stand that movie i got i got one for you give me three movies you like to watch just to get a good cry out you know it's, it's not often it's not often real for real motherfucking <laughs> crying but they, 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 we got we got movies that man i know if i watch some of i'm gonna squeeze a thug tear out me and you have a mutual one okay give me a three I've told you all this that like I get emotional during sad parts of the movie, right? right. So I'm trying to, to think past the one Perfect that makes time, me man. cry, that made me cry, but the one that'll keep me that way every time that I watch it. So Pete's Dragon is one. Okay. The old one or the new one? The the new one. 
Because they were mean as fuck to that fucking dragon. They were a fucking dick to him. Uh, You know what? You know what makes me... You know what makes me cry every time that I watch it too? Um, Eight Below. The the Snow Dog movie? Yeah, because uh, some of the Snow Dogs die along the way. And then, you know, that one that they were brother and sister or two brothers. And one of them died and the other one didn't want to leave them. That shit was sad. That that made me cry. You know which one? And and if you've seen it before, you'll understand why. Radio Flyer. I've never heard of any I've of these never movies. Seen <laughs> you have never, never seen Radio Flyer before? No. No. Oh my god. I I I urge you to go out and go watch it. Alright. Not bad. What about you, John? Well my first one is gonna be Braveheart. <laughs> I can understand. If I want a good cry, man, I'm gonna put on Braveheart. Because the music makes me cry. Because it makes me feel very, very Scottish. That's how you know it's very powerful music. Oh. That's beautiful as fuck. And that one, I, I, I can understand that because, like, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, there's some sad parts in there too. Like, when Gandalf sure. died... In the first one, and he fell off the fucking cliff. All the music at the end, you know, that was sad. And then in uh, Battle of the Five Armies on The Hobbit, when the king died at the end, the mm. interaction between him and, and uh, Bilbo. That's the main one that I would go to if I really want to have a cry. Um, Bambi. Oh, oh shit. But, <laughs> but I just want to, like, really just get it all out. I'll put on Bambi. Let's put on Nightbreed because I'm just so happy I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, man, I'll put on that movie. Um, I'm upset. Like music really affects me emotionally. So the score for Nightbreed is so magical because it's Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman did Batman, and oh man, just everything about that movie just makes me cry. I got three in honorable mention. So one is from American Me. Whenever his brother has to kill his little brother. He uh he strangles him after explaining you know I just had a, I just got married I have a kid but the Mexican mafia put a hit on my little brother they're gonna kill me and my family so it's like he had to kill his little brother behind a bush that shit was sad as fuck uh, another one would be Titanic for sure for sure man <laughs> oh watched, wow if, yeah I remember I remember watching VHS you watch the first movie you gotta pop in the second one after the first one mm-hmm. it's immediate and pop it in. Just you're 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 so engaged in the story of these two that are so in love with each other, and then seeing the kids possibly drowning. That scene with the mom praying over the kids while they're in bed, mm. she's like holding them. Oh, that did it. That did it right there. Uh, the, the second, the, the third one would be. It's a more recent one. It's on Netflix. It's the documentary of Gabriel Fernandez, that little boy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That little boy that was tortured. I got through the whole thing up until probably the second to last episode. Fucking bawling. Because there's this man. one there's this one fucking clip. He was holding the mom M O M thing. Mm. The mom was doing all the fucking beating and shit. He still loved her enough to make her a fucking Mother's Day thing. And it said, I love my mom, she's so beautiful. And then he died the next day. Like that shit like really wow. fucked me up. That was rough, bro. Honorable mention would be mm, the labyrinth mm-hmm. okay. of Bowie because not because it's a sad movie and it makes me cry, but because of the nostalgia of better times. Right. 
simpler times. Like, you want to go back to those times, but you can't. So, that, mm. like, just certain little shit like that. It's like, yeah. Shit got real fucking depressing. <laughs> I know. I don't even know what to say now. I'm all sober again and shit. I'm all, like... I almost like, cried from that Braveheart music. I feel like, I feel like I haven't seen Braveheart in at least a decade. <laughs> I've got the double, like, VHS, man. I put that on one day. Alright guys, well thank you very much for joining us for a very 420 special. So today we did review The Tripper. Now if, of course if you haven't seen it, you can go out and go get your own copy because I don't know where you can get it. Just go out and go find it. <laughs> but um, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, I hope you've smoked lots of weed while, wa- while listening to this, not watching it because you can't see what I'm doing. But um, I'm using my, my boogers as lubricant right now and I must go. Um, but thank you very much for joining us. We hope you have a great 420, um, smoking, doing whatever it is that you're doing. Hopefully, um, you are staying safe out there. Um, cause we're not quite out of the woods yet. We're going to, it's going to take a little bit of time, but, um, let's all do our part and have some fun. Yeah, man. Thanks everyone for joining us. It's been a fucking fun ass episode. We've made a part of history. We're a part of that history. 420 on 420 at 420. So... Oh, okay. um, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but you were you were saying that today is the anniversary of the Tripper. Today is the well, four twenty is going to be the fourteenth oh, yeah. anniversary of the Tripper coming out. Um, they released it on four twenty uh, in two thousand six, I believe. So, um, so yeah, man, like that's that's really cool. It's it's I didn't know. I only found that out today, which is insane. Um, but yeah, everyone, thanks for joining us. Be safe, have fun, have some snacks. Peace out to you. Love you. Bye. Peace. Later. Well, thanks very much for joining us, guys. If you'd like to keep up to date with the Hellhounds, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hellhounds of Horror. There, you can also find links to our individual social media pages. Be sure to give us a follow on your favourite streaming platform to stay up to date with any new episodes. And we're available on Google, Spotify, iTunes, Anchor and more. We'll catch your asses down the road and remember, you know where you can always find us? Deep in the pits of hell.